Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, this is the show where I, Josh Rubin. And I, Noel Dineen. <coughs> come together once a week over a single topic, and from said topic, we come up with scads. We'll say three or four ideas on how to get really rich really quickly off of that topic. Uh, and we give it to you yeah. to take. And monetize in any way you want. I, I feel like we need to have a disclaimer. Okay. That if you lose money on any of our ideas. Oh, that's none of us. Like, yeah. Like, we're just for entertainment purposes. Yeah. Uh, uh, and if you lo- take one of our ideas and lose money, we're not responsible. That's right. We're a one-way valve. <laughs> but how you're going to lose money, I have no idea, because these ideas are... Bing bong. Money yeah. makers. Yeah. That bing bong that Noel did, that was money Showing up at your door. <laughs> and ringing the doorbell. And ringing the doorbell. Yep. Hey, hey, hey. I'm here. <laughs> and if you don't lose money on these ideas and you actually make gajillions mm-hmm. of dollars, yeah. we ask one thing of you people, one thing and one thing only. And what's that, Noel? We ask that you give us 10%. You remember where you came from. You remember who gave that money your address to show up and ring your doorbell in the first place. It was Josh. It was Noel. Ten percent. Give us a tithe. There it is. Tithe us. <laughs> what is so funny? <laughs> Nothing. Um. Anyway, Noel. Yeah. It's been a couple weeks. Been a couple weeks. We had our little contest asking people to uh, send in which show they'd like us to repeat. Yeah. People overwhelmingly chose moving. <laughs> um. Our default. By overwhelmingly, uh, that means because no one said anything nobody said anything no one said anything i think they were happy with our default we'd already said yeah that's true what it was gonna be and the reason we chose moving noel was because i was moving that's right yeah and you use those fine movers i did i used sven and i gotta tell you big Mm -hmm. plug for sven they did a great job did they they did uh, of all the stress leading up to the move Mm -hmm. the move itself was by far the least stressful did they show up on time on time, they hustled. They they were great. Do you think Sven said, "This is my friend Noel. Don't fuck this up." I'm sure he did, but uh, uh, you know, they they were great. They would. I'm sure they did a good job everywhere. All right. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, how's the new place? What's going on? It's great. It's good. Uh, <laughs> so I'm having some problems with my stove. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. So at first I I, was, I know all about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I go to I go to use the stove uh last weekend and it's just uh, click 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 um not no gas coming on, mm-hmm. just the starter. And it is a gas stove. And yeah. it's a gas stove. Okay. So I'm like, what's going on here? And I f- look under the sink and I see what I figure is the gas thing. And the cabinet had been built in such a way that it was so close to this knob that they had to take the knob off and just kind of hang it from the pipe. 
So I'm like, I got to somehow <laughs> shave this cabinet back uh-huh. to be able to put the knob back on. So I worked on that for a bit. And uh, at the same time... You know, the impressive thing, one of the things uh-huh. I find most impressive about you yeah. is your woodworking skills. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I'm known for. <laughs> that and your sports, your ability at sports... That's my sports. ...are two, are way up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of a man's man. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and, and, and at the same time, I'm trying to get my account transferred over for Con Ed, where all we have to pay in this place is gas. Uh-huh. And I have a credit with Con Ed. So I'm like, I want that credit applied, and I won't have to pay for gears, maybe, because gas doesn't add up much, right? No. Uh, and so they're just like, we don't know the number of your apartment. We don't. It's not in our database. You've got to find what the apartment's called on the meter and give us that. So I'm like, what? That's absurd. And I tell the super, and he's like, that's crazy. I call the management company. They're like, that's crazy. <clears throat> so I'm like, uh, I'll just figure it out another way, right? So I break down. I'm like, I got to call the super because I can't get this gas turned on. So I call him, and he's like, well, it's just the knob behind the stove. And I'm like, oh, it's behind the stove. So this thing I was trying to get at isn't even the knob I need. So I went home. Oh, in the meantime, uh-huh. uh so no 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 I'm talking to the super. Wow, professional storyteller here, professional. ladies and this gentlemen. Is, this is th- how the magic happens, guys. Uh-huh. Right, you're in the sausage factory right now. Uh, <laughs> it's all assholes and lips. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so, so he's like, I'll I'll even go and I'll check the meter to make sure it's not locked. And he's there and he's like, I can't find your meter. <laughs> he's like, maybe maybe they had it removed. And I'm like, what do you mean maybe they had the frickin' gas meter removed? And he's like, I don't know. I've never heard of it, but it looks like maybe that's what happened. I'm like, have you ever heard? You've never heard of that happening? No. <laughs> well, maybe it's not removed, dude. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, and I, uh, so I sent something to the person that we got the place from, and I'm like, uh, and he's like, he gave me the account. Mm hmm. And I went home and I moved the stove and I turned the gas and it's not coming on. Right. So it needs to get turned on to our apartment somehow. I wonder why it got turned off. Uh, no one's place. lived there for a while. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. If you don't have. They, it's new stove. Oh, okay. All right. So they, but did, e- they had done work in the kitchen. Uh, but even then, they would have just turned the gas off behind the stove coming from the pipe that comes up. Into, I'm just saying, that would be the usual thing. Maybe the super's right, and even though he can't remember, <laughs> which I can't believe because to arrange to have painters moved in took days. Mm-hmm. We had to schedule a time to move in, which couldn't be done at any time. Uh, I cannot imagine that something as major as we're going to remove a <clears throat> gas meter. Yeah, that's just not r- realistic. They'll never <laughs> remove it. They may replace a gas meter, yeah. but they're not going to remove a gas meter. I, it's absurd. And there would be an obvious space where the gas meter was that is no longer there. You know what I mean? <laughs> the there thing, would be this hole in the wall yeah. where the meters well, are. everything about this seems <clears throat> so absurd to me. Uh-huh. And it sounds like maybe the first absurd thing, which was Con Ed's, is actually correct, which is, oh, you got to find out what, what your building's calling the meter. Or they're saying that there, there's another apartment number or there's some other label right. on the meter that right. doesn't match your apartment number 
and you have to give us that so we can p- give your uh-huh. account. And I'm like, well, then, and I, and I say to him, well, then where are you going to send the bill? You know, to this number on the meter that isn't my address, mm-hmm. that isn't going to, the mailman's not in cahoots with you to know, you know, we, we really refer to this apartment as, you know, W9 or, you know. Well, the guy who reads the meter may know. Well, and he said, or the the person at Con Ed said that, it's not in their database that they can access, but it would be in whatever other database. I'm like, well, just use the other database. So what's the upshoot of this? The upshoot is I have no gas. Oh, so you can't cook at home. I can't yet. I got to get this thing. I, I can't figure out how to. Uh, it's going to make me crazy. That's what's going to make you crazy. <laughs> it's going to make me crazy. <laughs> I think what the first people you need to contact. Uh-huh. Because I don't think, unless you have a gas leak or something, Con Ed's not going to come in and turn off your gas. Yeah. Okay? Your gas meter, let me finish. Okay. Your gas meter moves based on your actual usage. Mm -hmm. So if it's not being used, your gas meter's not moving. So it's not like you're going to get charged for the gas that's not being used. Yeah. Um, So they wouldn't have come in and shut off your gas, shut off the gas meter of the house. It has to do something to do with the guys who installed the stove, yeah. the plumbers well, who came in and installed the stove. You know gas stuff. <clears throat> so I turned the gas knob on the on the pipe coming out of the wall. Uh-huh. Is there also something on the stove I have to well, turn? Well, that's what I'm wondering. That's something you should check. How? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, you follow the gas line to the stove and see if there's a little knob on the stove that you need to turn. That seems bananas. Uh, you know, I, they I, should I have, when they installed the stove, they should have run a check on it. I, I did also get the account number of the last person who lived there. Yeah, I don't think that, I, I honestly, help. I honestly, it'll, it should help with, uh, uh, with Con Ed, with Con Ed yeah. but I honestly don't think this is a Con Ed issue. I really don't. I think what you need to do is find out who installed the stove and ask them what the hell they did. I don't even know where to begin on that one. Who who bought the stove? The building or uh, the person the, who used to have the apartment? So why don't you call him up? You you've already spoken to him and say, hey, who installed your stove? He didn't live there. He would still know who installed the stove. Who knows? Well, just ask him. Yeah. Even if it was, I'll, the I'll try. That I'll, I'll keep it. pestering. I'm I'm on it now. I'm gonna <clears throat> pester people until they're so sick of me. Because when they installed the stove, they should have turned the stove on to see if it worked. Yeah. Like, that's a standard operating procedure. You'd think. When people install stoves. I tried the dishwasher, and I ran something, (laughs) and I'm like, why is this not clean? And then I realized the water to the dishwasher was turned off. So they shut everything off. I guess. Right. My guess is the knob. There's only the one knob, right? Well, no. The dishwasher may have its own knob. No, 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 I mean for the gas. It should be. Theoretically, it should be. knob. Yeah, that comes out of the pipe. That's yeah. the gas pipe. I mean, you should literally see and I wanna have a it. gas pipe coming out of your floor with a flexible hose, usually, that mm-hmm. comes out of that yeah, that yeah, goes yeah. right to yeah, the yeah. back of the stove. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. and, and the Maybe ga- you turned it the wrong way. I tried it both ways. You did, and nothing. Oh, no, I didn't turn it the other way, but I think there's a wall there. I don't think it'll go that way. Well, try it, and then let it sit. How long did you let it sit before you turned on the... Right away. Yeah, I would let it sit for five minutes it, or so. It's up there. Oh, it's been on? Well, I don't have the gas turned on on the element, but yeah, the gas is on. 
I'll try that I'll, when I get home. Yeah. I'll try that. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> I mean, maybe uh, the workers poured. You know, I I <laughs> lived. No, no, no. This is a true story. Okay, all right. I lived in an apartment that uh, we had all this problem with the plumbing because the people who fixed the apartment through all their like masonry waste mm-hmm. and concrete and spackle and shit they just dumped it down before they replace they put the new toilet on they just had the open pipe and instead of like dumping it somewhere else where no. it would be taken away they just dumped it down no. the thing so like there was all this concrete and shit down there and you know every second time if you took a big shit uh-huh. it was flooding the oh, toilet that would be the worst um and you know this was happening constantly and i was like what the fuck is going on and they brought in plumbers and the plumbers were like hit, just like hitting shit and they took the thing off and they just started pulling out hunks of concrete oh. and and uh, uh sheetrock and stuff like that oh so maybe they poured concrete down your uh, 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 or cement down your uh, uh, pipe. Maybe, which is amazing. Because <laughs> if they had done that, yeah, Noel, yeah, 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 then it's incredible how that story, yeah, ties in with our topic today, which is which is concrete. How to get rich with it? How to pave your way to the top? Yeah. Pretty good. Uh yeah, no, I liked it. But it just it just yeah. Concrete Noel. Yeah. How are we getting rich? I'll tell you. With your ideas on how to get rich. Okay. With concrete. Bing boom. The wonder material. That's right. The wonder material. You're gonna like this one, Josh, because it is a multi tiered plan. It's like multi level marketing, but you're all the levels making all the money. Yeah. So you guys cement. Right? As a kid, I found cement fascinating, right? Uh, wet cement, that is. Mm. Not dry sidewalk cement. Did you uh, American pie it? <laughs> never. I never American go, oh, is this what it feels it. like? It's soft and <laughs> wet and thick and yeah. kind of gritty. Take some and, c- and oh my God, I'm stuck. <laughs> it's like American pie meets something about Mary. <laughs> yeah. But you're, it's all with cement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the saga. You should make that movie. I, I Starring you. Yeah. Oh. Playing a young you. I, starring me <laughs> playing a young me. Uh-huh. CGI'd. Then later in the movie look old. Have you seen that show on Hulu? I don't, I, it's it's written pen 15, but obviously it's penis. Oh, no, I and haven't. It's, it's set in the early 90s, I think. Uh-huh. Or, and it's these two... The two women who created it uh-huh. are playing two middle school girls. Okay. Um, but then all the other actors are actual middle school age kids. Okay. It's very weird. It's That's, funny, though. Okay. It's worth seeing. I'll, I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted, you know, I, I loved when I'd see it getting mixed. For some reason, it just fascinated me that it was this basically liquid that then would turn so rock, turn mm-hmm. to rock. Yeah. Um, describes my junk. <laughs> it's like liquid. It turns to rock. Uh, finding unprotected fresh cement as a kid, 
That, my friend, is like finding treasure. Yeah. Right? Something you could put your handprint in. Uh-huh. Or get a stick and write your name. Uh-huh. Come on. Finish, like finish it off. Treasure. <laughs> Make it's love like to. finding all your dad's hustlers in the in the in the uh shed out all back. Right. I think we know what angle Josh is going with <laughs> on the whole cement thing. <laughs> Uh, so I was thought instantly there's got to be a way to market cement to kids, right? I looked up, I just Googled slime cement, right? Lots of hits, but one of them was gray butter you could buy on Etsy. Someone made gray butter and called it slime cement. Like actual butter? Actual butter. And they made it gray. And they made it gray. With food coloring, I assume? I don't know. And then they called it slime cement. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the rest of the hits were all for a brand called Slime that sells rubber cement. So uh, does not seem to exist. I have five nieces, and the younger two are way into slime videos. Yeah, it's crazy the whole slime thing. Yeah, we've mentioned it before. It is. It's. Uh, you know what? I knew it was crazy, but let me tell you, looking into it a little more, it's crazier than I thought. <laughs> it really is. Uh, so mostly girls show recipes for making your own slime and even sell the slime they make at five to twenty-five dollars a pop. Wow! Uh, it's colored with glitter, etc. Uh, as far as I can tell, as I said, it's mostly girls. Uh, I read an article about the slime economy, and they claim that ASMR of the slime noise broadens the appeal. Mm-hmm. Uh, glue. Is one of the ingredients in slime, in some types of slime? Uh, slime videos became so popular, it caused a glue shortage. Wow. It was responsible for a 50% jump in sales of Elmer's glue. I was going to say, this is also Elmer's white glue. We're not talking yeah. about crazy yeah, yeah, glue. Yeah, like school yeah. glue. Yeah. We're not talking crazy glue, people. Don't be making your slime with crazy yeah. glue, liquid <laughs> cement. Crazy glue. <laughs> going to get yourself in trouble. <laughs> Uh, the New York Times has a story of one woman who makes $200,000 a month in slime videos. Jesus Christ. Uh, Google lists the top search of 2017 as how to make slime. Girl power, man. Slime videos. This is the one that blew me away. Mm-hmm. Slime videos drove 25 billion views on YouTube last year. Elmer's Glue must be so happy. So happy. Uh, I couldn't find a total uh, revenue for Slime, but found lots of people who've gotten rich from YouTube, Etsy, Instagram. It's crazy. So, you are going to, uh, a la Slime videos, you're going to make cement videos aimed at boys. Mm. Because they're left out of this whole Slime craze right Mm -hmm. now. You're going to close mic it for ASMR. Mm-hmm. You're going to show them how to color it, put worms in it, make Minecraft bricks out of it. Oh, boy. All sorts of things, right? You're going to get ad revenue. You're going to sell cement. That's tier one. Okay. Tier two. Mm-hmm. The cement business has long had ties to the mob. It's well known that in the mm. 80s, La Costa Nostra. Cosa. La Cosa Nostra. Had a lock on the cement business in New York. I read an article about how Trump was tied to the mob. 
used mob cement companies even when it made no sense. Trump Tower paid $7.8 million to SNA Concrete, owned by Anthony Fat Tony Salerno, boss of the Genovese crime family. Mm-hmm. Trump Casino got cement from business owned by mobster Nicky Scarfo. One point. Was Fat Tony the one that walked around your old neighborhood in the bathrobe? No, he's a skinny guy. Uh, I can't remember his name. Okay. I, I I would yeah the guy who acted crazy yeah 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 uh, <laughs> what how 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 would it be you spend so many years putting all that effort into acting crazy and then they eventually just rest you and say no you're not crazy <laughs> uh, Trump Taj Mahal used cement from businesses tied to Hong Kong 14k triad <coughs> you don't get better cement from the mob so what's the point right. The point is, it greases the wheels, right? Mm-hmm. Union troubles disappear. Licenses come through. Accidents don't happen. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? So People show up to work. Exactly. Uh, so in your videos, you're going to promote mob-tied cement. Sales will go up 50%, just like Elmer's. And in addition to tithing us, what you're going to do, you're also going to tithe the mob. Because the rest of your earnings are going to go into land development. Oh, boy. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, your buildings, they will go up fast and trouble-free. And uh, a lot of money to be made off that. You'll be making rec centers, uh-huh. malls, arenas. Uh-huh. Complexes of various types. Uh huh. Tier three. Oh boy. Logical next step. Become president. <laughs> <laughs> and then invest billions of dollars in infrastructure. And then and then design a wall <clears throat> that takes all your cement. That's right. <clears throat> but I think I think there's huge potential in. YouTube videos, a la slime videos, aimed at boys that are cement. I guess the only thing you run into with that is all these kids, all these boys making cement and thinking it's like slime Mm -hmm. and running it through their fingers and putting it on their bodies and then having cement all over them. That's fine. Is it? Yeah. Have you ever gotten cement? I know know you're- Have I gotten cement on my skin? Yeah. No. What does it do? It burns- it uh, injures you. Come on. As it dries, it it's pulls your skin. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Well, tell them to, to <clears throat> grease up their hands first. Tell them, get a little olive oil, rub it on your hands, <laughs> and then that the cement will just run right off like uh-huh. a goose. So it'll also be a sort of a skincare video it'll as be well. Like skin, well, <laughs> we'll trick them, right? Uh-huh. We'll trick them. I think that's a great idea, Noel. I think there's a lot of money. I'll tell you a little story about Trump Taj Mahal. Okay. When I used to bartend, I met a guy. Oh, uh, you may have mentioned this, but, but go ahead. On the show I've mentioned I don't it? know. Um, he, he was a plasterer, mm-hmm. wallboard guy. Have I mentioned this story? If you did, it was <clears throat> at the beginning days, so and it's, he, all, it's open season. He uh, 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 was a union guy, and he worked on Trump Taj Mahal. His company that he worked for worked on Trump Taj Mahal doing all the wallboarding and plastering in the rooms. And Donald Trump was such a well-known 
scumbag and and uh, uh, reneger on deals that he made. Mm-hmm. That what they did in every single room and in every single seam that they taped up, every joint that they taped up, they laid uh, uh, floss, mm-hmm. dental floss, from the top to the bottom of the thing with a little bit hanging out. And until they got the last payment, the plan was is they would go in there and just start ripping up the seams using the floss mm-hmm. and destroying all the work that they'd done if he didn't pay up his, the, his final payment. And uh, fortunately for them and him, they did. He did, and then they went in and they just trimmed all the little things so people wouldn't see it and pull on it and then rip it up themselves yeah. in the room. I would have just left it hanging out there and people going, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, and pulling and zzz, <laughs> being like, oh! that would have been great. Yeah, great. So if you are of uh, <clears throat> South American or Central American descent trying to come into America, mm-hmm. just look for look for the. That's right. <laughs> Find the floss, pull That's the right. seam, and just walk right in. It'll be like a zipper. I was just thinking that it'd be like <laughs> the zipper that opens up the hole in the wall. Then you can just push down a section of the wall and walk right through. Yeah. It's funny. They, they've they created, they've managed to, this is what I'm realizing. So I was looking at, the, I was watching uh, the news the other day, and they were talking about the numbers of, of all of the illegals they've been rounding up and catching, crossing the border illegally. Mm-hmm recently and you know they've created this problem now yeah because they are basically denying any asylum seekers any asylum passes into this country and all this news is get is being heard in all of these countries where people are running to they're all these people aren't trying to come through legally now well, they're all looking for other ways to pass through. They're also, I think, if you go now and request asylum, they don't just say no, go away. They say no, get in the cell. Yeah, they're they're putting you in jail. It's part of the whole thing. They're not granting asylum requests. They're also separating families. They're putting people in prisons. You know, they're putting them in cells in giant hangars. You know, there's reports of abuse of children. There's reports of abuse of detainees. Yeah. So. And this isn't like the old days where, you know, it was like a telephone word getting back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People are seeing this on the news all over Central South America, Mexico. Yeah. So they're like, why am I going to fucking go for asylum? I need to get out of here. I need to get to America. Yeah. I'm going to try to go through illegally. Yeah. All the coyotes are saying, yeah, we're not going to help you get to there because you're just going to get turned around. We're going to bring you in through this other way. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a problem, a quote unquote emergency that they are creating. Sure. Sure. Ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Concrete, Noel. Concrete. The one concrete thing is. Yeah. Trump's a douchebag. That's right. Booyah. Give him a a concrete douche. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, Noel, let's talk about the amazing things about concrete. Okay. Concrete is amongst the most durable substances on the planet. Wow. Uh, One of the things it was used for Uh back in World War II, before the Brits had radar, Mm -hmm. they set up acoustic mirrors on the coast of England, these giant seven, eight-foot concrete structures with a concave oval thing in it 
<coughs> that basically amplified sound. So like like in uh, the Grand Central, where you can go in the corner and you can hear someone whispering from 200 yards in the other corner? I guess so, yeah. Wow. And And what it would do is, as planes were coming from far away, it would pick up the engine's hums, amplify them, and then they set mirrors up at specific angles that it would transfer the noise from mirror to mirror to mirror to mirror. It was all done with concrete. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's amazing. Yeah. And these were all built in the 30s. There are still, I think, uh, uh, seven or eight of them still standing on the coast. But before it really became a problem, the radar was figured out and invented, and then that became uh, 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 what was used to detect. Hmm. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. That's a cheap and effective way, it sounds like, to detect incoming uh, 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 enemy aircraft. Yeah. But I was looking, man, I was like, maybe we should do that all around the U.S. Instead of walls, Mm -hmm. build up a wall of sound detection. Of ears. Of ears to keep our enemies from Canada and Mexico and Russia flying their planes in there. But the problem is planes are so fast now, mm-hmm. by the time this actually happened, you got the information, they'd already be on top of you. It would be too late. All right. And I was like, but that's uh, still an interesting idea. What can we do with it? What can we do with it? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my mother, and she was talking about how her hearing aids are on the fritz, that she has to get new hearing aids. And every time she has to get new hearing aids, it costs her like $3,000. Okay. Hearing aids are not covered by Medicare or Medicaid uh, for the most part. Um, people have to pay for them out of pocket, and it's a lot of fucking money. Okay. And they're these little things that fit in your ear, and, you know, they've got supposedly all this automatic stuff in them now. But even the cheaper ones are over $1,000. Well, that's a, too much. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying you're going to create little concrete <laughs> acoustic mirror All right. hearing devices uh-huh. that you'll put right around people's ears. It'll still hook on. It'll look like a nice little concrete earring. Yeah, stylish. But then when people talk, it will hit the, the, the mirror, bounce into your ear at an amplified way, uh-huh. and you'll have this super cheap hearing device. Yeah. That the beauty of it is you could sell for six, seven hundred dollars, and people would flock to it. Yeah. What do you think it costs you to cast a uh, 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 a half an inch or th- quarter of an inch piece of uh, concrete? Eighth of a cent. Yeah, exactly. So there you go, guys. There you go. That's great. Concrete you know, hearing. You know what else you can do with that same concept? What? You could go to places <clears throat> like the Hollywood Bowl, like mm-hmm. outdoor concert mm-hmm. venues. There you go. And find some other cheaper land nearby. And That's have brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a knockoff concert. Uh-huh. You just set up all these things and you're picking up the sound and you're like, come on in, guys. Yeah. Ten bucks for Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. Beyonce Live. Uh, this is a great idea. Uh, you guys, if you w- think that Josh's idea is a game changer, you can't wait to get rich to give him some money. You don't have to. You can do it today. You can go to radiofreebrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page. Hit the sponsor button. Half that money will go to Josh and I. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. And you get to feel like a champ. 
If you're like, ah, great idea. I'm going to wait until I'm rich before I give Josh money, but I want to give Radio Free Brooklyn some money. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, hit the pledge button, pledge an amount one time or reoccurring. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. None goes to Josh and I. And uh, you get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 organization. You get to feel like a champ. Goes to support things like our teens after school program. Yeah. First session just ended. Help the teens. Got another. If you guys got a teen that you want to find out about radio, media literacy, all that kind of stuff, sign up. Go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org and sign up this kid. Got another session starting soon. Uh, if you want to support us other ways, you can sign up for the newsletter, Radio Free Brooklyn. You can download the apps, iPhone or Android. Listen on the go. You can listen live. Listen to all the archives of all the shows. What's the name of the newsletter again? Radio Free Brooklyn. That's so great. That's like a play on the name of the station, yeah. which is Radio Free Brooklyn. But because it's a newsletter that you read, yeah. it's Radio Free Brooklyn. I came up with the guys. You did. Yeah. Josh wow. Josh a little sunshine on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to sh- blow a little sunshine up your butt. Ooh. Because we not only have a topic of which you give you so many ways to get so many rich, we also give you another little topic to get even more rich. More richer. Yeah. More faster. So, <laughs> Mr. Josh. Really butcher the English language. <laughs> please take her away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. All right, well, we've all seen the Lincoln Memorial in D.C., but I'm sure you've never seen Abe Lincoln like this. A shirtless statue (laughs) of the 16th president has been found at the L.A. Federal Courthouse, and the Internet is going nuts. Look at the statue, by the way. He's wearing jeans. He's wearing no shirt. He's got his hand draped insouciantly on his belt loop. What do you think of Babe Lincoln, as some are calling him? By the way, the tweets. Babe Lincoln, Ab Lincoln yeah. is another one. Um, so why'd you play this, Josh? Well, I'm going to tell you. This <laughs> okay. goes out to our artist people. Oh. Um, I think there's a lot of money mm-hmm. in the world of basically creating fantasy art, fantasy sculptures right. of historical figures historical homoerotic fan fiction yeah exactly yeah uh, and it doesn't necessarily have to be homoerotic i mean i think there are if women you that to are... sell josh any though <laughs> wow Bing you're homophobic and misogynist all in one there you go you really that's amazing yeah that's crazy you're a terrible person you're a terrible person. um i think that there are people out there that if you sort of uh yeah that was Did a shirtless, buffed up MLK, mm-hmm. wearing jean shorts, bending over to pick something up. Yeah, you'd get someone all hot and bothered. Sure, if anyone. You, yeah, anyone. If you had Teddy uh, Roosevelt, Ronnie Reagan. Oh yeah, doing sort of the uh, yes we can with yeah. big muscles and a tight denim shirt. Yeah, yeah. You know anything? Pick your poison. But I feel like there's a big market for that that is untapped. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think you can make a lot of money. Don't do Putin. 
He's living it. He's yeah. You don't need to do Putin. He's he's creating that every time he rides his horse shirtless. Yeah, yeah. So, but there you go, guys. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, you know what I had seen about that statue? Because uh-huh. it, it, it was an article that came out on President's Day. Mm-hmm. And it it was like, yeah, that look what they discovered. It's a statue in a courthouse mm-hmm. in like L.A. Yeah, it's in the L.A. courthouse. So it's not discovered. L.A. It City. It's hidden. been there, and it's been there since nineteen forty something. I yeah. think. You know, so it shouldn't be look what got discovered. It's like, look what trended. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Look what is now everyone is finding out about around the world because of social media. Yeah, exactly. You know, but it really looks nothing like Abraham. It didn't look a whole lot. Not a whole beard. No beard. He's clean shaven. He's got like a pompadour. Yeah. No top hat. No, no top hat. He's shirtless in jeans. Uh huh. You know, I mean, he's more like, you know, what was that Abe, Abe Lincoln vampire Huck killer Finn. or whatever it was? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he's not gangly. No. You know what I mean? He's not. He doesn't come off as tall and, and, and he, you know, he's lean. Who commissioned that is what you got to wonder. I don't know. But the guy clearly used some sort of street hustler as his <laughs> model. <laughs> I mean, my question is, is not just who commissioned it, right? Uh-huh. Like, I'm sure they were like, you know, the architect was like, we want Abe Lincoln. And someone did this, but that no one said there's something wrong with this. Mm-hmm. This isn't just ain't right. You know what I mean? Like, is that really Abe Lincoln? Like, you know, rough trade Abe Lincoln? <laughs> rough trade Abe Lincoln. He's even more honest uh, without the shirt. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Substantially that more layer honest. layer of lies on uh-huh. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. Concrete. Concrete. Give me some concrete evidence about how you're going to make a fortune with concrete. Got it, my friend. Last one had three tiers. This one's going to be a quickie. Uh Uh-oh. You guys, concrete. Next to water, cement is the most consumed substance on Earth. Unbelievable. Like, we eat cement. Well, not consumed in that way. Oh. Consumed resource. Okay. And it takes a, a lot of energy to make. It is very energy intensive. Is concrete considered... Uh, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, to make concrete, limestone is heated to 2,642 degrees. What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that bananas? Yeah. 5% of the world's carbon dioxide emissions come from the production of concrete. Wow. A lot, guys, and we are in a quickly fading environment. We are losing the battle against Mother Nature. We gotta beat her. (laughs) Uh, you know, it's not doesn't take a genius to know that this is unsustainable. Yep, yep. Right, we need to find, or you need to find, or put it this way: whoever finds it is going to be a gazillionaire. A more sustainable concrete. Well, Peter Trimble at the University of Edinburgh's found another way. Mm-hmm. He found a way to create cement using sand, mm-hmm. limestone, aka calcium chloride, yeah, and a bacteria called Bacillus mysteri. And one more ingredient. Urine. Is this how the uh, Romans made it? 
I don't know. Because the Romans made concrete, but they obviously couldn't didn't have the facilities to heat things up to six, seven thousand degrees. I think that's to get like the our real good concrete right. that we have now. But I mean, if you look at it, you know how long so many of these Romans Roman buildings used urine standing. for everything. They did. Well, so maybe they did. Yeah. Uh, no heat needed in this concrete. Uh, it's not the strongest. Right. But researchers at the University of Cape Town have improved the process. They are making bricks out of a contraption connected to their toilets using this method. <laughs> it is. It's the researchers' toilets go into making of the bricks in their research, mm-hmm. which is brilliant. Typical brick is as strong as a 40% limestone cement, which I guess is some benchmark uh-huh. of cement. Okay. Uh, but you can make it stronger simply by letting it brew longer. Now, the uh, the thing that's keeping this under wraps... Is it smells like piss? <laughs> <laughs> when it rains, the whole house smells like piss. No, 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 no. It, what the thing is, it is that the uh, it's been very expensive to cultivate the bacteria. Oh, okay. The Bacillus pasturi. But scientists have recently found a cheap way to cultivate it. That cheap way turns out Bacillus pasturi grows like gangbusters on chicken manure. Oh. So it's going to be human piss. <laughs> An animal shit. So what you're going to do, uh-huh. you are going to, if you got a chicken farm, this uh-huh. is tailor-made. Yeah. If not, make a deal with the chicken farm. There you and go. just be like, hey, dude, I'll buy this chicken poop off you uh-huh. for any money. Some money is more than he's getting now. Well, I don't know because I think they use the chicken poop for uh, uh, it's used a lot for uh, uh, scrambled eggs. What are you trying to do there? What are you what, what's, <laughs> what are you showing me? Uh, 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 fertilizer. Oh well, you. So you're gonna maybe start creating a bidding war. Start creating a bidding war, um, and you're gonna start hoarding some of this uh, chicken manure. What a horrible idea. <laughs> Get silos of it. Uh-huh. Because uh, soon this is going to break free. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have, a, basically, have cornered the chicken manure market by this point. Yeah. Uh, if you want to work on plans, you can work on making these little brick factories uh, into porta-potties, mm-hmm. into household johns. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you really, really, really want to make some money with this plan, you figure out a way to make this in a bathroom that will be on a shuttle to Mars. Because let me tell you something. When they get to Mars, they're going to need some concrete. That's right. Right? I'm sure they got something close enough to limestone over there. I know. and They don't have the chicken poop. They don't have the chicken poop, so they don't have the bacteria. And, you know, I imagine, though, 
that with only like maybe 30 or 40 people pissing, mm-hmm. it's going to take a long time to brew up enough concrete to uh, to make it all hey, work. You make a brick a day a person. Okay. Right? Yeah. Brick a day. Brick a day per person. That's 30 bricks a day. We already know this first, at least this first bunch of folks we send to Mars, mm-hmm. they're going there to die. Yeah, I understand that. They do, they're they they're building the castle. They're not living in the castle. Yeah, but, you know, we're talking about a, a house. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to maybe build a house, yeah. a house, yeah. in the period it takes for them to die. Yeah. For the second group of people. They'll have that house to live in. They'll have that house to live in while uh-huh. they build another house. And let's face it, that second group, uh-huh. probably going to die there. Yeah, I, I would imagine everyone who goes there is going there to die. Yeah. Hey, if you got a bag of chicken poop and a full <laughs> bladder, we will send you to Mars for free. <laughs> That's going to be the only requirement. Yep. Uh, do you want to go to Mars? Yep. Do you have chicken shit and a and a lot of and do you pee a lot? <laughs> You're exactly what we're looking yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great idea, Noel. That is a chicken shit idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um great idea. I like it. Uh, concrete, no. Yeah. Measured in pounds per square inch. Okay. The compressive strength, which refers to the amount of force needed to break the material. Mm-hmm. Concrete is amongst the highest and most pressure-resistant materials out there. You know... I read all this stuff about how indestructible concrete is when I was doing this research, and all I could think of is the concrete things that we've seen broken and trashed. And I, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it doesn't seem to it doesn't seem in my mind to mesh. Well, I mean, concrete roads are uh, substantially more durable. They're actually the best thing to make highways out of. Mm-hmm. They require substantially less. Uh, 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 Work, sure, and upkeep. Upkeep that I can see. Um, I mean, if you look at just overall, I mean, like let's take Rome for instance. The Roman, the old Romans, for instance. If you look at the buildings that are still standing and even partially standing, these are buildings that were made out of concrete. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they made concrete. They made a version of concrete. I think they had stones. They just chipped into that. No, they had multi. They did multiple things, but they made a lot of stuff out of concrete. Okay. They, they, right. the Romans used concrete. Were the first. They were kind of the first uh, 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 ancient civilization yeah. to use concrete on the regulars uh, for building their larger uh, 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 things. There's, there's a Caesar, Fat Tony Augustus. That's right. Well, the, why do you think the mafia is so involved? Yeah. The history goes back thousands of that's years. That's right. Um, you know, it's like yeah, certainly things are broken, but there's usually something. Uh, involved in that. There's mm-hmm. some sort of, you know, a com- there's a physics issue with that, right? It's not just pressure on it that's create- causing it to explode. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I get um, that. Uh, but they're saying that that what I was reading was that the typical compressive strength of concrete ranges from 3,000 to 7,000 pounds per square inch. Okay. That means it can take 7,000 pounds per square inch to break, to actually cause concrete to shatter, which mm-hmm. is incredible. Um but it can uh, uh, apparently go up to 20,000 PSI, depending on the mix. Okay. Which is insane. And it's why they use, uh, for every underwater thing, deep water thing, it's all concrete. Yeah. 
They use concrete for all that stuff. It is also fire resistant and waterproof. Yeah. Okay. Now it's like, wow, that's cool. How can we make use of that fact in a way that like helps people every single day mm -hmm. as they walk down the street? And I was looking and I was thinking like, <clears throat> well, why don't we come up with some sort of concrete cloth product, right? So it's like Kevlar, but because concrete's so cheap, you can make like a concrete cloth suit. All right. I, I give you props if you came up with it because I thought of that and I couldn't find it. So I did a search for okay. concrete wearables and concrete cloth, and there is an actual company that makes this thing called Concrete Canvas. Okay. And what it is, it's a, it's a literal, uh, uh, it's what they call a revolutionary new class of construction materials called geosynthetic cementitious composite mats. All right. And it's flexible, concrete-filled geotextile. So it's thin. It comes rolled up. You can roll it out. It's flexible. Like you could literally drape it over things. Is it one sheet or is it like woven strands of concrete? It's not woven strands of concrete. It is a sheet that is impregnated with concrete. Okay. And then what you do is you get it wet and it hardens up. Okay. So the thing that they do, you can actually find this online. It's really kind so of it's an like incredible paper video. Almost. Sort of, but it's it's concrete. Yeah. And what what you do is like they, the 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 example that they use and one one of the big things that they're pitching, although it's been used for a lot of construction things. Um, is concrete tents, and you blow up this internal piece, mm -hmm. like this big plastic thing, then you drape these concrete sheets over the top and over the front, right? And then you wet it down, and you let it cure for a few hours, and boom, you have this solid concrete structure. Yeah. You then cut out the hole in the plastic, and you have a plastic interior surrounded by concrete. Okay. And it is a freestanding, it's up in hours. In hours, you have a concrete structure, right? And so they're, they're saying for like, particularly for military use, it's great for using for medical stuff because mm -hmm. the plastic interior is, uh, is completely uh, 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 germ-free, right? And it's solid, solid, solid. It's not like a regular tent, mm -hmm. right? Like, that's amazing. Yeah. Then I thought, well, how could we do that? And my thought was, and I'm just brainstorming. I was, I, this is the first thing I came up with, okay. but we can brainstorm right. on this if you have any other ideas. You make clothes that are for emergency things. So, like, let's say you live in a uh, 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 an area that's got tons of forest fires. Okay. Okay? And... There's forest fires coming, but you don't want to leave your home. Mm -hmm. And it's getting late. You put on your concrete outfit with your plastic under thing. You inflate your plastic under thing. You wet yourself down with your hose. And then suddenly your clothes have created a fire-resistant, water-resistance box that keeps you alive if you get caught in a massive fire. Okay. Yeah. Okay? Um, you live in a war zone. There are people shooting all the time. You're suddenly walking down the street just running to your grandmother's and a firefight breaks out. You pour water all over your clothes after you've blown up, you know, you pull a little ripcord. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Blows up the thing, and you pour water all over yourself, and boom, you're now in a concrete box that these bullets hopefully can't break through. A sarcophagus. <laughs> a concrete safety box. Yeah. Not a death box. <laughs> but anyway, that's what I came up with. I thought that's. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could be riffed on a little bit, but that's great. Uh huh. That- yeah, you should look it up. It's actually really kind of amazing. Uh huh. Like the other th- thought I had was. You know, everyone nowadays is so freaked out about the impending, like, uh, 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 they're all the preppers out there, right? Yeah. And uh, a lot of people that I know, especially young lefties that I know, are so freaked out over Trump and, and, and the disintegration of this country mm-hmm. that they are actually looking into buying property that's tillable in the mountains, particularly because of, of uh, global warming, staying away from coastlines. Okay. And uh, uh, setting up lives for themselves that are completely off the grid. Well, you know, a lot of these kids, they're city kids who have no idea how to build anything. You just start pitching these like mini home tents that are like, you know, but they can last up to they can literally last up to 20 years. Yeah. With this concrete thing. And it's completely waterproof. You're doing you, that part. Your your home is built in hours. Yeah. And then you just set up your electrical, you know, your solar powering and boom, you got your home built. You know, you know what it'd be great for hmm. is uh, like braces and stuff for your leg. Oh, you there put, you go. You put the joint in there mm-hmm. of the thing. And then wrap this concrete fabric around their there bottom and top of your leg. Pour That's some a water good one. on it. Boom. You could sell it to hikers. Yeah. If they break their legs and, you know, instead of doing a splint, like you just reset it and yep. wrap it up, pour it on good and as boom. New. Yep. Good as new. There better, you go. Better than new. It's concrete. Yeah. It's like robotic. You know where I saw a lot of really funny concrete uses, but none of them were good for here? Mafia stuff? No. Is the, uh, the Reddit... DIY as in WHY. <laughs> and it's all these like DIY videos of like, why the frick would you do it though? <laughs> it's the best thing to look at. It's, I had this thing I had to do at work today where I basically had to like press a button and then like wait for this big process to end. And I had to do it over and over. I watch a lot of DIY. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. There it is, no. There Four it is. Great ideas. That's great, you guys. Uh, at this point, you got a lot of money in your pockets. What are you gonna do with it? Your pockets aren't made of cement. They're gonna rip. Josh's gonna tell you what to do with that money. Take it away. The 22-year-old Natalie Dillon auctioned her virginity through Moonlight Bunny Ranch to fund her master's degree. She even went on Howard Stern to promote her deal, and it is said that the highest bid reached $3.7 million. There is no proof that the transaction was completed for that amount, but she did pay off her student debt and somehow managed to buy a new house. So there you go, guys. With all that money, you can buy someone's virginity. In a second, I, w- I, f- I would sell if mm-hmm. I had a virginity to sell. Did you ever have a virginity to sell? That people wanted to buy? No. <laughs> well, I'm sure if you put it up for auction, someone would have been interested if at the right age. Yeah. If you're a guy, you can just say it whenever you want. That you're a virgin? Yeah. Sure. Well, no medical proof. I imagine that unless you have an STD, I would imagine that the people that are. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Good point. Anyway, no. Anyway, guys, uh, you want to reach out. You want to talk to us. You want to say hi. You want to give Josh pat on the back. You can get us on Twitter. GRQ Josh Noel. 
You can email us at uh, grqwithjoshandnoel at gmail.com. Get us on Facebook at Facebook slash grqjoshandnoel. You can go on iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts and subscribe, rate, review. Please do. If you only listen to us in podcast form, we implore you, tune in Saturday nights at 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Listen to us live. Get the schemes five days for anyone else. Get there early. Listen to Art Sarstein. Stick around afterwards. Listen to a little bit of sitting with Gianluca. Yeah. Our ideas are great. We know it. How do you know it? Other than the fact that we tell you, it's because Josh scares the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Josh, where do our rules come from this week? So today's rules are 10 golden rules to become rich, exclamation point, from Rediff, India Abroad. <laughs> okay. India, okay. as it happens. Okay. Uh, number one, there's no escaping risk. Yeah. There's no escaping risk unless you've got a bubble that you can just pour your, on your clothes. And that's right. Boom. And that's, that's why you need concrete clothing. That's right. Um, number two, buy right and hold tight. That's right. Get that chicken poop low. Sell high. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to stump you with this one. You ready? Yeah. Realistic expectations. The bagel. And the donut. That's right. Realistic expectations. The bagel and the donut. The, the slime video and the concrete video. <laughs> Both the ASMR, one's for boys, or mostly anyone can watch them. But one seems to appeal to girls. The other one will hopefully rake in those boys. That's right. Uh, number four. Why look for the needle in the haystack? Buy the haystack. <laughs> So that's what you're going to be doing with all this money, 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 money. Uh, and what do we got time for one more? We got time for one more. Uh, Especially if you go real slow. Sir Isaac Newton's Revenge on Wall Street. Return to the mean. Yeah. The average, the gray. The concrete. Oh, right? Yeah. The riches aren't in the silks and the golds. It's in the grays. That's excellent. Wow, you really... You, not only did you pull that out, because I really didn't think you were going to come up with anything uh -huh. for that, but it was poetic. It was poetic. It was beautiful and poetic. Yeah. So, Noel, that was, what, five for five? It was five We don't even normally five. do five. That's how much... That's how we know you are... I mean, this is... Yeah. I know we have to, I feel like we have to give the preamble about how we can't guarantee you making money, Yeah. but I think we can guarantee you making money. It's quick set. Yeah. Uh, so we're definitely getting, oh, wow. <laughs> so we're definitely getting rich, guys. So once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Back gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day.